Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org notes. What are the manifestations of the Spirit? Today on The Believer's Voice of Victory, Kenneth Copeland shares nine fundamental gifts of the Spirit that are available to every born-again believer. Now, let's join Kenneth. Let's go, let's go back over to Luke's Gospel. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. Let's, let's put our eyes on that again in the uh, 11th chapter of Luke because there's something else there that's that's important. We've already discussed that. Uh, we discussed it last week, but uh, let's go back up a verse. You remember I, I said to you um, that a person that is not born again and is attempting to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit is in a very dangerous position. Now, I've never, I, I have never had to minister to somebody um, in that condition. I've been around it a couple of times, but it, it wasn't anything that I was in a place where I could do anything about it. Now, I've heard people talk about this, but then I heard Brother Hagin teaching on this. And Brother Kenneth Hagin, in his 60 years of ministry, got more people baptized in the Holy Ghost speaking the other tongue than anybody I know and, or, or ever heard of. But now, he said there was a woman came up in front of him and wanted to be, she, uh, she, she wanted to receive the Holy Ghost. And um, he asked her, let me get this right now. Oh, he asked her, he, he said, uh, are, are you born again? Oh yeah, you don't hear me talking tongues? And he said, he had, he had a witness about it at the time. And he said, she, she started saying something. He said, man, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't even close to being tongues. And just cold chill run all over you. And so he, he, he said, well, um, now let me lead you in prayer. And so he began to lead her. I believe that Jesus Christ how do you put that? Help me with that, Lord. I believe that you are the heavenly Father. I believe you're the heavenly Father. I believe Jesus is the Son of God. And I believe Jesus came in the flesh. I believe that Jesus, uh, uh, 
I believe that Jesus, uh, uh, she couldn't pray it. She couldn't do it. So, and, and, he, and he told her what was going on with her. She said, well, and he said, would you, you're, you're honest in your heart, you wouldn't like to, oh yeah. So he cast that spirit out of her and she got born again. And, and then she says, Jesus, come in the market. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Now, why was that so easy for her? She already was in practice yielding to that other spirit. Amen. Hmm? So it, it wasn't a big step for her to yield to the spirit of God. But now let's settle that. Let's settle it. Jesus said in Luke 11, verse 11, if a son, huh? If a son, I'm going to say it again. If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? Now, look back here with me. In the 10th chapter, Verse 19, behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So you can tell exactly what he's referring to here. He said, if a son shall ask bread of any of you as a father, will he give him a stone? No. If he ask a fish, will he give, for, give him a serpent? No. If he should ask an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then being evil know how to give goods and gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit? Not, not some devil. So if you know Jesus, if you're a son, if you, well, that's daughters too, you understand. <laughs> if you're a child of God, then you're not going to get the wrong thing. God will honor your heart's request. Hallelujah. Now that's exciting in itself. Praise God. Now then, let's go over to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. We, we want to go into what's known as the gifts of the Spirit. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. Now being ignorant of these spiritual gifts has cost the body of Christ enormously. These are supernatural gifts that are available to every born again child of God baptized in the Holy Ghost. Because every born again believer is supposed to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. Now, I said to you earlier that tongues were for a sign. Ho hope, and, and the Lord just crossed this across my spirit right quick. Just hold your place there because we've got to run over here and run right by the last chapter of the book of Mark. Very last thing that Jesus said in the 16th chapter of Mark. He said, go ye into all the world 
and preached the gospel to every creature. He that believes baptized be saved. He that believes not shall be damned. These signs, say signs. signs. These are supernatural signs shall follow them that believe. These are supernatural signs that should be following everybody that's believed. This is what he just said. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They'll take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it'll not hurt them. They'll lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. So every one of them is supposed to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Every one of them is supposed to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. Now back over there. Concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, would not have you ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away in these dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus a curse. No man can say Jesus is Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. There are diversities of operation, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. The manifestation of the Spirit, that's what these are. The manifestation of the Holy Spirit is given to every man to profit withal. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another the gifts of healings, it's, it's plural in the, in the Greek text, by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. All these worketh that one and the selfsame Spirit dividing to every man, every born again person severally, as he will. This is available to everybody. Now, these are also ministry equipment for the apostle, the prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. Amen. Amen. Now, somebody said, it says desire the best gift. Well, what's the best? It's the one you need at the time. That's right. So, why is there so much question then about tongues? Well, (laughs) for one thing, more people are confused about it than anything else. There's been more argument about it than anything else. There's more said about it. It's It's the only one that has an entire chapter in the New Testament devoted to it. And so there's, you know, there are people ask us about it all the time. That's the reason there's so much talk about it, so much misunderstanding about it. So, but recognize this, that all of these work that one and self-same spirit dividing to every man severally as he will. Now, when, when we finished last Friday, we were talking about the word of knowledge, there is, 
Now, and, and let, me, let, me, let me preface what I'm about to say here. These things don't work efficiently unless you spend time praying in the Spirit. You can't just speak in tongues once a month and expect much to happen. And there are people that got baptized in the Holy Ghost and just quit, thinking, well, I'll, you know, I'm there. I'm that's like one fellow that kept coming to church for months and months and months, months, trying to, trying to get saved. He just, he just, he just, just couldn't believe it. It just, it just, and finally, 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 somebody got through to him and glory to God, he got saved. But then they, they noticed he, he wasn't there the next night. And the meeting was going on, uh, and, uh, and he didn't come back. And finally, somebody saw him in town. How come you've been coming to the meeting? He said, "Well, I got through." He wasn't saying about it. I got through. He said, "I got through. I got done. I'm in. Don't need to come back anymore. I finally got it." <laughs> well, we think, <laughs> you know. But then people do the same thing concerning speaking in tongues when it says very plainly, how be it, I don't want to quote it, I want you to see it. 14th chapter. Follow after love and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that you may prophesy. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. Speaking to God. Do you see that? Speaking to God. And then in the fourth verse, he that speaks in an tongue edifies himself. This is that area of devotional life, edifying, building yourself up on your most holy faith, Jude said, praying in the Holy Ghost, building yourself up on what? Your most holy, holy faith. That's the holiest action of faith because you can't mentally foul it up. Now, but now the way you can mess it up is to get out of the love walk. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, okay. Yes, sir. Yeah, the Lord changed my direction. I just work here, you know. You remember that? <laughs> Let's go to this 13th chapter. Verse 31 of the, of the 12, covet earnestly the best gifts. That's the one you need at the time. Yet I show unto you a more excellent way. He didn't say, no, wait a minute. No, I changed my mind. Don't covet it. Don't, don't earnestly covet No, he didn't say that. He said, you, you earnestly, earnestly seek God. What's he saying? Walk in faith. Walk in faith about it. Believe God for it. Amen. I'm being edified. Well, I don't feel like I'm edified. He doesn't make any difference. He said you'd be edified. And, uh, but your faith is always involved. But faith worketh by love, according to Galatians 5, 6. So now notice what he said here. Now, follow after love and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that you may prophesy. He that speaketh in unknown tongues speaks not unto men, but unto God. 
All right, now back up, 13th chapter. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and of angels. I don't have time to get anywhere in this, but if you look in the Ephesians, the 10th chapter, or 10th chapter, third chapter, well, Ephesians 10 would be good, wouldn't it? <laughs> the 10th verse, to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church, the manifold wisdom of God. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those that shall be heirs of salvation? Hebrews chapter one, huh? We're talking about your ministry angel. Everybody has at least one. And, and the, more, the, the more you advance and the more, the, 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 the more your ministry expands, the more angels will come into your operation. Amen. And people that go to church like this and people that are involved with the kind of ministry that all you and I do, I guarantee you got way more than one or two. You got one that's a boss angel. The others work for, for him. So you might be just going along, and all of a sudden your angel hears what he needs to hear. Or, or you're, you're, you're praying out something. See, this is the reason you can't just do this once or twice. This is what edifies your spirit, builds it up. The Word feeds it. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing the Word of God. And, and your angels hear something you're praying out that God's putting through your mouth and they, they hear that warning and brother, here they go. Or you're praying and, and you, you've picked up something in the spirit and you're interceding, you're interceding and your angels are saying, we, we got to get out of here. We, we got to go get, we got to go take care of this. Because they're hearing you say it. Amen. Don't try to do it. Just keep praying in the spirit. I'll take care of it. I'm your standby. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, here it now, now notice this. And have not love, I'm become as a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. Though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not love, I'm nothing. You notice he's taking it one, he's taking it one gift of the Spirit right after the other. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, though I give my body to be burned and have not love, it profits me nothing. If you're not walking in love, see, that's part of faith. When you stand praying, forgive. If you have ought against any, your heavenly Father forgive you your trespasses. Or get that out of your life. And, and you're, you're, you're still doing it. You're still standing up and doing this or doing that or laying hands on people, you know, and all that. You're going through all the actions, but your faith not working. Because faith worketh by love. No love, no faith. Remember Romans 4, 16? 
no faith, no grace. No grace, you, me, anybody else, ain't nothing but a lot of wind and noise. Amen. That's what happened. That was one of the things that happened in Corinth because they let the spirit of division get in there. And so they're doing a lot of carrying on. They were giving forth messages. You know, the apostle Paul called them a very carnal church, but he said, you come behind in no good gift. So you can be a spiritual baby and walk in the gifts of the spirit. But you've got a desire to send cereal milk of the word that you may grow thereby. But they were all standing up at one time and, and giving forth messages in tongues. And it sounded like a bunch of crazy people. They weren't all praising and worshiping in tongues. That's a totally different thing now because this whole church full of people that understood what they were doing in praise and worship in tongues. There's not anything wrong with that. That wasn't a worship service that they were doing that. They were giving forth messages. One guy'd stand up there and, and he'd holler across the room, he's giving this message in it, and the other one'd get up and he'd give this message to some some guy'd jump up and holler, Jesus be accursed. Can't say that by the Holy Ghost, but they were doing it. That's what was going on in that congregation. And he said, you need to be doing this decently in order. Amen. Amen. Don't be doing that without somebody interpreting it. Amen. Amen. So now, tongues, I'm talking about the gift of tongues now. I'm not, I'm not talking about I'm talking about your devotional. I'm talking about the, the, the ministry. I mean, the spiritual gift of tongues needs to be interpreted or it doesn't do anybody any good. Amen. Because Amen. nobody understand what you're saying. And that's the reason the apostle Paul said, I'd rather speak five words in the church than 10,000 words in other tongues because he said, in the church, I need to teach. Tongues is not a teaching gift. These, these, these gifts are not teaching gifts. They are part of a teacher's equipment. That's different. Amen? Man, we're out of time. Glory. glory to God. Somebody say glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Be sure to get the notes at kcm.org notes. And remember, Jesus is Lord.